Welcome to WOUS, the home of everything business sports. I am your host, EA Green, and you're tuned in to the 2019 Business Olympic Games. We are starting this week out with a true all-star, champion, and a leader in the business community. We have the Forsyth Tech Community College Business Center. They've been in the community for a long time, and they've spent many of those years increasing business success. They've been able to do that by hosting tons of educational events, such as seminars, roundtables, and clinics. They provide the community with one-on-one help with experienced professionals and entrepreneurs from the community, and the biggest thing of all is that they've been able to do this all for free. And it's with all that help of the great taxpaying citizens of Forsyth County. Wait, wait, they're coming out. Let's go tune in to get more information and take a deeper look. This is This is Open Shop, the podcast. The podcast that documents the journey, 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 the journey of building and launching Open Shop. The small business geo marketplace. Welcome back to another episode of Open Up Shop. I'm your host, EA Green, and we are here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and conquer those obstacles by just getting started. All right, so if you heard the skit at the beginning of this episode, you hear that we are starting a new month of programming, and we're going to be focused on community-based programming. Uh, And one of the first people that I wanted to bring in for the month of May is a good friend, and I would consider him a mentor, uh, mm-hmm. Alan Younger, who is the director of the Small Business Center for Forsyth Tech in the Innovation Quarter. Hey, what's going on, Alan? I'm glad to be here, and I wasn't expecting that cool introduction. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's um, tell all the, the listeners about yourself. My name is Alan Younger. I'm the director of the Small Business Center at Forsyth Tech. I'm happy to uh, be all about increasing business success around our community. We work with uh, folks that are looking to start a business or folks that have been in business for many years. Right. We offer different education programming, business mm-hmm. development education, yeah. as well as a, we have a team of business mentors who okay. meet with people one-on-one to help them to either overcome the challenge that they're facing or just better prepare themselves to to be successful as a business owner. Okay. All right. So reason why I wanted to bring Alan first is that uh, – one one thing that I kind of uh, give uh, and uh, I guess praise towards Winston Salem as a whole is that I haven't seen the, these type of resources in order to get started with entrepreneurship until I got to Winston, mm-hmm. and I met you know Magalie or Mags that you guys may know her as, and one of the first people she introduced me to was Alan, and you know basically once I met Alan, like he just kind of said, hey, look all of these resources are at your disposal and he hasn't been able to get rid of me since. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Alan, so what, what we want to do before we get into deep into the conversation, let's tell the listeners like what got you started or what gets you started. Well, first let me say that I've never tried to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what get what gets me started? Yeah. Let's say let's get, to, what gets you started? Okay. One of the things that really excites me is that we are definitely making a positive impact on our community right. and, one of the things that gets me excited about that is that people keep telling me. People keep telling me that, hey, the work that you're doing 
is helping me. Right. Okay. And so that keeps us going. All right. So it's like the, the validation of, you know, people noticing what you guys are doing, right? Actually works, right? Cause a lot of time, you know, there's, you know, there's tons of things out there that where there are tons of resources and a lot of times they're underutilized. Um, and some people don't just don't know. And, you know, Alan, you know, stays, you know, he's in the innovation quarter of Winston-Salem in the downtown area. And, you know, you are more willing, more likely to find him at other programs, you know, <laughs> and being involved in the different things happening in the community rather than in his office. Right. And you have to like get on his schedule maybe two months in advance in order to schedule, uh, <laughs> in order to schedule like a, a interview such as this or anything like that. So it's really dope that, you know, he took the time out to kind of really, you know, speak with us and kind of share about what the small business center is doing. All right. So let's get into, you know, get right into it. And, you know, let's look at everything from the, the lens of kind of getting started, right? From, uh, let's say if me, uh, I don't have any, you know, like I always know I wanted to start a business, but I didn't really know where to start. So let's talk about where the small business center kind of comes into play with that individual. Well, one of the things that we send people to if they're interested is we have a session every month called Thinking of Starting Your Own Business. So okay. somebody comes to us and says, I have an idea, but I haven't done anything quite yet. Okay. This is a great way for them to be in a room with about 10, 15 other people okay. who are also in that stage mm. and hear from some, uh, get some expert guidance on how they should be thinking, what they might expect if they do move forward and start okay. their business. Another thing that we like to suggest is that they arrange an appointment with one of our business mentors. We have a team of more than 25 business mentors who have all kinds of experience that can right. be helpful. And it's never too soon to meet with them. Right, Sometimes right. people think, well, I need to do this and this and this first. You can do those things first. However, you don't have to. Right. And these services are paid for by everybody's tax dollars because for more than 30 years, the state of North Carolina has invested in small businesses by investing in the small business center network, which exists in all community colleges across the state of North Carolina. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Um, and like I said, like, I guess that's one thing that I noticed when I first got here where, you know, it's just that the resources were just here. And when I moved here about three years ago, uh, it seems like that the downtown Winston area was just starting to not necessarily be developed, but it was starting to actually get some legs, right? Where mm -hmm. things were starting to, starting to pick up speed and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, can you explain why? Uh, you know, the small business center decided to move into the innovation quarter? Yes. Years ago, when it was determined that there would be, then it was not called the innovation quarter, it was referred to as the uh, Piedmont Research something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize if I forget the name. Yeah. And so Forsyth Tech said, well, we want to be a part of that because right. that represents the transformation of our economy from one focused on tobacco and textiles to okay. one focused more on the knowledge economy. Right. And as an educational institution we want to be around yeah of course every conversation focused on knowledge okay so when the college decided we're going to be present in what's now innovation quarter we looked internally to figure out what parts of the college make sense to be in innovation quarter okay it was determined that a couple parts of the college really focus externally okay the small business center being one of them right so we moved to innovation quarter in 2014 it's okay. the 
division called Business and Industry Services, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that we're in an, in the Innovation Quarter because, like I said, there's a lot going on downtown. Like you said, there's yeah. a lot going on now, right, right. downtown, and we want to be connected to it as much as possible. Okay. All right. So uh, let's you know kind of get into more of like the programming that you know the, the small business center really kind of provides. Uh, can you you know can you discuss like all you know the different types of things that you know that one person can actually take advantage of in the small business center, you know, no matter what stage of their business they're in. Sure. One thing is the educational events. We offer Mm -hmm. about 20 different educational events each month. And unlike the normal things that a college offers, it's not a 16-week semester. Right, right. So business owners can pick and choose the things that work for them. Okay. So they can learn new things or Mm -hmm. refine some of the skills that they've already developed. For example, Tonight, we happen to have a session called Basics of Bookkeeping. Okay. Because every business owner needs to understand right. bookkeeping. Yes. <laughs> Whether they're doing it themselves or they're having someone do it for them, of course. they need to understand some fundamentals. And that's part of a seven-part series that really helps business owners to either get okay. started or be more successful. Okay. Um, and so we have a variety of educational events. We also have a team of business mentors who mm-hmm. meet with people one-on-one. So on any given day, we have three or four appointments right. where people are... Uh, learning uh, what it takes to either start a business or mm-hmm. be successful in their existing business. So what other uh, what topics do the mentors cover? So all of them on the website, when somebody <clears throat> goes to schedule a meeting with one of them, mm-hmm. we identify their specialties. Okay. For example, some of them, their specialties are business planning. So okay. a lot of times when somebody's looking to start a new business, we say, you really need to sit down and work through your plan. Right. And the plan helps people to communicate communicate what their business does and how it provides value. But then there's also a document that people need if they're considering investing in or lending money to to someone. Uh, Another specialty that some of our mentors have is social media. We are very active on social media, and I'm glad that we have a a team of business mentors who are active on social media and are better prepared to help people to Mm -hmm. be successful. And not just social media, but sales and marketing in general. Mm -hmm. We have people on our team who are really good about uh, helping people to understand what's involved in sales and marketing. Right. We have people on our team who are actually lawyers, and they can certainly provide legal advice mm-hmm. to some extent. Well, at no additional and, cost. Yeah, no additional. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. And yeah. then we have um, some people who are experts when it comes to financials. Whether mm-hmm. it's we have a CPA on our team, and we also have some people who are really effective with business projections and right. and budgets and those sorts of things. Right. So how? I mean, I think. The reason I'm really kind of digging in on this part of the subject is because that is, like like I said, I always had the entrepreneurial bug, and I've never seen that where you just had people who had real-life experience, right? There's a lot of things where, you know, you might have uh, professors or, you know, teachers and stuff like that, adjuncts that, you know, provide, you know, they may volunteer a little bit more of their time, but how did you guys, how were you guys able to get these working professionals to volunteer their time in order, you know, essentially where, you know, they could potentially be giving, you know, getting paid for it, you know, like how did, how did this, how did that take place? Well, we're very fortunate that a lot of people who are successful want to help other people to be successful. Right. Right. So years ago we decided that number one, business owners need access to more skills and knowledge that, any one, two, or three people have to offer. So we decided we're going to build a team. Fortunately, so many people found out about the wonderful work that we're doing (laughs) that they're normally coming to us and saying, I'm interested in being on the team. 
Every once in a while, I've had to recruit somebody. Okay. But more often, it's people that Volunteer. come to me yeah. and say, I heard about this thing you're doing. How can I help? Right. And so That's we've awesome. got people who want to help. Now, almost every one of our business mentors owns their own business. Yeah. I think the only one that doesn't is our attorney, one of our attorneys, because he works for a law firm, but in yeah. a lot of ways, he acts like he owns his own business. Yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, they have that to, like, you know, they have to work their own, you know, billing hours and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, right. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And so we have a group of people who own their own businesses, but say, somebody helped me along the way. Yeah. So I want to be helpful to somebody else. Okay. And we have, um, on average for 2018, mm-hmm. 65 appointments every month. Wow. I'm sorry, not appointments. More appointments than that. Right. But 65 actual sessions every okay. month. Okay. Matter of fact, last month it was more than 70. Wow. wow. So there's a need out there. Yeah. And our job is to respond to the need. Right. Okay. All right. So in terms of uh, responding to the need, um, how, uh, I guess, has there, in in the process of how long you've been doing this, has there been anything that you've noticed that, you know, uh, the small business community kind of like something that needs to be focused on mm-hmm. or anything that, you know, where does the most opportunity to where, you know, the, the small business center can kind of tap into? Well, rather than talk about the small business center, as you were framing your question, I thought about an organization with whom we partner. Yeah. The organization is a brand new organization called the Access Center for Equity and Success. Yes. I'm, and this I'm, addre- yeah. I'm glad you're familiar. This, this addresses the fact that a lot of people have trouble accessing capital. Right. So the purpose of the Access Center is to focus on minority and women business enterprises and help them to understand about the different resources that are available to them, right. but also help them get access to the capital that they need to be successful. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So just to reiterate, the so basically what you're noticing is that uh, minorities and women and minorities are kind of like being under, not underutilized, but like they're underserved. And, you know, there's other programs that you get that the small business center kind of works with, uh, in order to kind of like help prepare, you know, kind of propel them into the right direction. So that's actually quite interesting. So what kind of caused that whole concept of, you know, you working with other organizations that are in, you know, that are in the community, like you see that, you know, in other places, I'm not going to say here, but in other places you see that a lot of times that people are siloed, right? And people want to get all the credit themselves. So they don't, they don't tend to work with other folks you know, or other organizations in order to kind of stick with the same goal of like, we're here to help people. So how, uh, was that something that you realized was, easy to do or was that something that it is something that needs to continue to be worked on collaboration is essential but it's never easy okay so one of the things that we believe to be the case is that we're all more successful by experiencing other people's success and that's hard yeah because a lot of times we do want to take the credit for something because there have all been time there have been times for all of us when we've done something Mm. we've worked hard on something and nobody noticed. Right. There yeah. have even been times when somebody else was celebrated and we're sitting back saying, wait a minute, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> but you've got to put that behind you right. if you really want to be successful in collaboration. Okay. So we are very glad that there's a large number of organizations in Forsyth County that focus on small business success. And so our job is to leverage what they're doing and for, and for them to know what we're doing 
so that we can value each other right. because it's better for our, the small business clients. Right. There's a good number of us who, who came together, and we've been coming together for the last four years. We call ourselves the entrepreneurial ecosystem of yeah. Forsyth County. The There's first a, thing, so that, I'm sorry, the entrepreneurial ecosystem, ecosystem of, of Forsyth, Forsyth County. County. Okay. The first thing that we did in our first meeting four years ago was to to check each other out. We put together what, what we call an asset inventory. Okay. And we said, everybody identify the top two or three things that each of you do in support of small business. Okay. And when we did that, we saw that there was some duplication. Of course. And there's going to be, we want to continue to be some duplication. Right. However, we also noticed that there were some, there were some holes that nobody was filling. Right. So over time, we've minimized some of that duplication okay. and we filled some of those holes. Okay. The That's access awesome. center is an example of a hole that nobody was, that we, that a hole that existed. Okay. I don't want to say nobody was addressing, but right. we weren't addressing as a community as effectively as, as we are now. Okay. Okay. So how many, how many organizations were, are part of this ecosystem? Well, the initial ecosystem had about 20 organizations. Okay. Wow. And, that has more than doubled since then. Now, let me clarify that and yeah, say yeah. there are more than double that number of organizations who are invited to the meeting. Oh, okay. That's However, there still may be a core of them, or there are a core of them, right. who are more active in collaborating. Okay. And that's not a slam against that. No, no, I understand. That's I understand. to say that this is a process. Yeah. And those of us who've been in the process longer have built uh, trust relationships with each other. Yeah. So I don't hesitate if somebody contacts me and says, I'm looking for something, mm-hmm. and that something is not something that we could provide, that I happen to know who can provide it, right. and I'm comfortable sending that person that way. Okay. Whereas the old silo way of doing things yeah. is, whatever it is, I can meet your needs. <laughs> and the reality is, I might not be the best person to right, meet Right, right, yeah. And so... I'm more successful by referring someone to someone else, or I consider myself to be more successful okay. by referring someone to somebody else as opposed to providing mediocre service because I don't really understand what it is that that person needs. Okay. So uh, this is going to be my last question before we wrap things up. Um, so in regards to the ecosystem, what do you see the future of the ecosystem kind of going towards? Um, in a sense of maybe... If there was a conversation amongst you know that group, or just amongst you know the SBC, like what what is next? Like, or how, I mean, I know a lot of time there's things that you know there's always going to be the re- the replacement of people who are going to say, "Hey, I want to start a business. I want to start a business." So there's a lot of things that are going to be you know in the beginning stages or more reactive. But then I'm assuming like you know there has to be a uh, you know, you have to be focused on one thing while looking into the future. Right. So is there anything that you can share? Absolutely. The end game, if you will, for the ecosystem is for Winston-Salem and Forsyth County to be considered the place to be for entrepreneurs. Right. Whether you're looking to start or you're looking to grow. Okay. To get there takes a whole lot of, yeah, whole yeah. Lot of hard work. Right. However, I'm glad that I'm part of a team that is committed to doing that work. Okay. And along with the work... There has to be putting aside the ego. Yes. That is happening. Not in every instance, but right. it's happening a lot more than it did four or five years ago. I mean, just one step towards that is, you know, because the thing is, I feel like what it has to be about is who the customer is, right? Mm-hmm. And as long, I feel like as long as, you know, people are saying, hey, like, you know, if you're collaborating on a, on a project and your logo is, you know, you know, you're getting the 
your just due in the sense of, hey, you know, the small business center helped provide this, mm-hmm. right? And this and the third, you know, I feel like where people, I feel like that stuff will not naturally happen. And by putting your ego aside and really focus on what the needs of what your customer is, you know, is just what's going to help propel that and kind of put us in the best situation. Absolutely. And one of the terms that we use within our conversation in the ecosystem is the voice of the entrepreneur. Okay. Rather than us telling the entrepreneur what should they should be about, yeah, we need to listen more. And we're telling ourselves we're going to listen more to what the entrepreneurs say is, is important and okay. what is needed. And for example, I mentioned all the programming that we do. Yeah. We offer about 20 events every month. Yes. It should be that we are telling entrepreneurs, here's the programming you need. Right, right. But instead, we're saying to entrepreneurs, here are the things that you said you need, so here's when it's scheduled. Right. And then people are more likely to come and, and not just come because we asked them or told them, right. but to come, enjoy, and, and truly apply the things that they learned. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've, I've been to a couple, uh, well, more than a couple. Like I've hosted a few, um, the, uh, the, uh, innovation sprint that mm-hmm. you guys worked with, um, with Hustle. Uh, and, you know, we'll definitely talk about Hustle and, you know, in future episodes. In regards to, like, uh, collaboration, I, I've definitely been to more than a few. You know, I've hosted a few, uh, I did the innovation sprint, um, that was a program between the small business center and hustle where, where I uh, was able to get a class, you know, not necessarily a class, but it was a group of individuals. Mm-hmm. Some may have been entrepreneurs, some have been business owners or people who are just interested. There was a couple of times where there were students, you know, that were coming because they needed credit for a class mm-hmm. or extra credit for a class, but they left, you know, feeling inspired. Or, was this the one where a student came up from South Carolina? Or something. Yeah, it was. It was like. It was like at least forty yeah. minutes. It was something ridiculous. I think maybe some, Wingate. Yeah, it Wingate was, University. Um, <laughs> and you know, I basically provided what a problem that we had. What I think the problem that I wanted to discuss was, you know, with Open Shop, there are different business owners or different types of small businesses that I am trying to get onto the platform, and I wanted to find a way that I can market to the different types or the different avatars of the people that I've identified. And how should I speak to those individual businesses? Right. And, uh, you know, like what always happens <laughs> is that people were more interested about saying, Hey, I want to see what you built right. because we, you know, we had stuff built already and just the whole concept of, Hey, like I can put my business on here and people can find me based on their location. They're just, you know, head over here is over it. So, um, you know, there's certain things like that where, you know, I was able to really test my market out and, you know, get some real candid advice where they can give, provide v- feedback in the sense of, Hey, I don't know if this will work or this, then, you know, just giving us stuff that where, you know, most other places they try to buy it, you know, they try to buy that information or they or it's very costly where, you know, I was able to, you know, essentially have a small focus group, um, where I can take that information and actually go back to the drawing board and make any tweaks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, it definitely is definitely one of the major things that like uh, the small business center and like other programs that have definitely provided me. And I just feel like it's invaluable. And I, you know, anybody who's ever asked them always saying here, like you definitely <laughs> need to go here. All right. So with that being said, let's uh, take a quick break and we're going to wrap it up with our next segment, uh, concept startup growth. All right. 
All right, and we're back. All right, so Alan, let's get right into it, and we're going to get into the segment called Concept Startup Group. And this is basically uh, a summary of based off what we of what we spoke about, and um, you know to kind of give our listeners some actionable advice that they can actually take away from this. You know, no matter what. So if they say, "Hey, you know what? I don't have enough time." They can scroll, you know, directly to the segment sure. and know exactly what we spoke about, okay. you know, for the 20 minutes prior. All right. So since we kind of spoke about just what, you know, the SBC does and, and in general and like real broad, let's kind of take a look at what, you know, maybe the small business center can provide for businesses at these different stages of their business of concept startup and growth. As a matter of fact, on our newsletter that comes out each week, okay. we have a flyer that talks about the different educational events that we have. Okay. And some of some of them are geared toward people who are in the startup process. Okay. All right. And some of them are too. geared to people who are in the growth process. Yes. And so we'll combine the the, the concept and startup okay. and, and the growth and then the growth will be separate. Okay. So a couple examples of of events that we offer on a regular basis yes. that people may want to attend if they're in the startup process are once a month we have a session called Thinking of Starting Your Own Business. Yes. You mentioned we also that have there. Yeah, we also have a session on a monthly basis called Business Info to Go, which really focuses on market research. Okay. In order to make better decisions about what your business should look like, you ought to do some research and figure out what's out there already and what the need is. Is this new? Because I feel like I haven't seen that one. It's actually not new. All right. I'll be going to the next one. Okay. It it was yesterday. (laughs) It's it's the second Monday of every month at 11 o'clock and it's a partnership. Okay. (laughs) It's a partnership with the, the, um, Forsyth County library system. Okay. They actually did it before we collaborated. And then once we met each other and we exchanged ideas, they said, we need to bring this under your umbrella because they offered it as a general tool for people to do research. Yeah. Now we frame it as a tool for businesses to do market research or business research. Yeah. And, and we've had a lot of success with that. And okay. it's done in a computer lab with a, usually a small group of, of seven or less people. Right. Which allows people to, uh, get hands on instruction on how to use different yeah. tools such as Reference USA, which has access to all kinds of information. Okay. Um, so those are a couple examples on the startup side and right. the growth side. Uh, one of the things that we do weekly is we have a session called Marketing Outside the Box. It's in partnership with Flywheel and Hustle. Yes. And it's a very well-attended workshop. Yeah. And it really focuses on different marketing strategies and tactics such that that, that people can try for their business if, right. it, if it makes sense for yeah. them. And it's really, I mean, anyone can go to any of our events. Yes. But this event is really geared toward people who are already in business. So at the beginning of the the most recent session that I attended, the facilitator asked, let me see your raise of a uh, show of hands. Who's already in business? And every hand went up. Right. And, and, and that suggests that it's not always the people who are in startup or concept phase who yes. need to understand marketing. Eventually they will. Right. But it's the people who are already in business who understand how difficult it is to connect with your customers or potential customers. Yeah. So they they're know. the ones looking for strategies. Right. So they know, you know, they may have made, you know, strides in a certain way and but they realize that things are changing right and there's you know things out there that they may not understand that you know are out there and how they can utilize Mm -hmm. that stuff uh so for example um and we could probably talk about in in further detail another time but 
uh, my fiance hosted a session for outside of marketing outside of the box where she focused more on uh, podcasting and what the significance of podcasting is and how you can use podcasting to help market your business either by, you know, hosting your own or by, you know, being a guest on a regular, you know, uh, and kind of go th- going mm-hmm. through that circuit and different things of that nature. And there was, I was there and there was a ton of interest because yes. a lot of people know that they exist mm-hmm. and they realize that, I guess, you know, voice is going to be, you know, even though voice has always been around, but now it's going to be in a place where, you know, voice, you can actually use voice while you're doing other things, you know, you might be listening to this while driving, you right. know, and that's for me, that's what I wanted people to do was be able to listen to an episode of um, Open Up Shop on their way to work. You right. know, and on average, just 20 to 30 minutes drive for, you know, for people. So if you can either listen to this on your way in or, you know, finish it by the time you get back home, you know, now when you are in a place where you were thinking about starting your business or now you're taking that time where you're working on your seven to two AM mm-hmm. where you're not working on your business. Maybe you can take something that you learned from a conversation with Alan or with any other people that may have come on and actually be able to apply it right then and there. So, I mean, it definitely, you know, it's great to be able to have a lot of that information mm-hmm. and a lot of those things, you know, again, like you just showed me there was some, something that I definitely needed that I didn't know existed. And, you know, it's definitely like great that, you know, a resource like this exists because a lot of times we just don't just know don't what we know. don't, right. what we don't know. And having something that's kind of like in the heart of where the, the new center is or the new hub is, is just super great to kind of have access to that. All right. So with that being said, I want to thank Alan for coming out today, uh, and, you know, giving us some time out of his busy schedule. All right, Alan. So before, uh, we kind of wrap everything up. We're going to get into Comfort Zone Killer, where it's going to be a call to action for our listeners, where they can have some inspiration that can help them get through the week until the next episode of Open Up Shop. Well, let me give a quote, because that's one thing you want me to do, but I also want to give a plug for something that's going to be helpful. And that's, this is this is your time. You can, okay. do, you can do whatever you like. So one of the things that I am glad to do is I teach business communications at Winston-Salem State, and and my students maintain a list of quotes. Okay. Those quotes are meant to inspire them and challenge them. One quote that I made up that I gave to them, (laughs) and even though I made it up, let's see if I can remember exactly what it says. (laughs) I said, we must demand excellence from others by consistently demonstrating it ourselves. And so I brought that up to the class because they were challenged by the way that they have to collaborate in my class. Okay. They were challenged because they're used to them doing their own work and getting their own grade. Yes. And I said that I'm not a full-time professor. Yeah. (laughs) And so a lot of what I'm exposed to is not that. What I'm exposed to is people having to depend on each other and work together in teams in order to be successful. Right. Initially, they were mad at me by the way the class was structured, but now they're really glad that it's structured that way because they've developed some skills Mm -hmm. that they didn't already have. So my challenge for everyone is to commit to excellence. Right. And if you're going to expect the best from others, you've got to demonstrate it every day yourself. Right. And the, the other thing I'll mention, okay. and this is a, a call to action for everyone, May is an important month for us. Right. Since 1963, the first week of May has been labeled as National Small Business Week. Okay. And the Small Business Center has taken the lead in Forsyth County the last few years to celebrate National Small Business Week. All right. So join us. We have a variety of things going on, but... 
uh, our week is the, the the federal week is is May fifth through tenth or eleventh. Yes, ours is May second through the tenth. We okay. have a variety of events, not just the small business center, but other partners in our community. Right, are offering a variety of events that could be helpful to yeah. everybody interested in starting a business or already in business. Right. So a perfect thing is that if you are just now hearing this, this is actually happening right now. Right now. All right. So I will make sure that I will have the. Uh, the domain, you know, where you can find more information about, you know, Small Business Week and where you can find more information about the Small Business Center. All right. So other than that, uh, can let everyone know uh, where they can find you or find more information about the Small Business Center. Well, like you said earlier, if you come to my office, I probably won't be here. <laughs> I'm out and about in the community. But our center is located in Innovation Quarter and the building is called 525 at Fine. If I'm not there, somebody else from our team will be there and we'll be right. happy to help you. You can also find us all over social media. On uh, LinkedIn, look for Alan Younger. On Facebook, look for Alan Younger. In Instagram, look for Small Business Center for Scythe. Okay. And in Twitter, look for SBC at ATF as okay. in for Scythe. All right. So I want to thank you again for you know taking time out to you know have this conversation with me. You know, uh, I like I said, I've even learned something like on the fly, like in real time, <laughs> uh, in terms of just some more of that. You know, the information and more of the resources that are around. So, if you're listening to this episode and you are in Forsyth County in Winston, uh, Winston Salem, in North Carolina, you know, definitely make sure you find your way to the Small Business Center. All right, but what I also want to kind of like push out to the people who are listening is that even if you are not in North Carolina, there are most likely the same type of resources or where you are at. So I'm hoping that you can listen to this and maybe it kind of clicks for you that, Hey, I never thought about going to the local community college Mm -hmm. or any school for that matter. And so, you know, there's different, uh, most uh, universities or schools in general, any public institutions, most times they have product, they they have programs that are for community outreach. And I think, it, it kind of behooves people just to kind of make sure that you, other than your Googles and things of that nature, that you at least go search to see if they are there and so that you are able to take advantage of those, um, those things. Cause most times either, you know, the state pays for it, you know, you're technically paying for it with your tax dollar. So, you know, if you are interested in running a business or, or anything for that matter, you know, you should definitely take advantage of all the resources uh, out there for you. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe, Maybe you can follow, you know, the small business center and they'll, you know, pass some jewels around and stuff like that. And you'll be able to kind of take advantage of that stuff too. That's right. All right. We'll kind of really push it to kind of see what they'll do. <laughs> All right. So, um, again, thank you for coming out thank today. Thank you for having me. All right, no problem. All right. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. Just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace. <laughs>